Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. AmSpa's Kathy Christensen is in conversation with Heather Hickman, Dermalogical Vice President of Education. Welcome to Medical Spa Insider. My name is Kathy Christensen. I'm the Chief Operating Officer of AmSpa, and I am so excited to be uh, joined by Heather Hickman, Dermalogica Vice President of Education today on Medical Spa Insider. Welcome, Heather. Thanks, Kathy. I'm so excited to be here. I was. We were just talking about before I kind of hit the record button. Um, I have a long and storied history with uh, Dermalogica going back to kind of my first career as an editor-in-chief of Skin Inc. magazine. Um, I, we were just talking about I was at uh, the grand opening of their Scottsdale location in Arizona, and it was just I had the time of my life. I stayed at the coolest <laughs> hotel, thanks to Dermalogica. Um, and I, I, I kind of, Heather, like, tell us a little bit about yourself and the Dermalogica vibe, because there is definitely a Dermalogica vibe. Uh, I think there's, there's definitely a vibe to Dermalogica. Yes. I have, um, I've worked for Dermalogica for 22 years. Um, mm-hmm. I like to tell everybody I started when I was 10, just to uh, <laughs> cover, cover my tracks on the age front. But I think that, I joined Dermalogica because they're very much an education first company. And it was founded as an education company with the International Dermal Institute. And then the product came secondary. And everybody that really is part of that Dermalogica collective, if you like, Mm -hmm. has a connection and a connectivity with what we like to refer to as professional skin therapists or estheticians. And it's really that idea of human connection and supporting women in business and having amazing skin. So, but it's so much more than just skincare. And I think one of the things that you would always notice with Dermalogica is that we never use the word beauty in anything that we do. It's kind of like a dirty word for us because we don't think that's what it's about. We think that it's about skin health. We think that it is about that human connection and that filters into everything that we do with the company that filters into the experience that you had with us in Arizona with that connectivity and bringing everybody together and having fun times and feeling that you're part of something. It's uh, We like to think it's more of a movement than just, you know, a lotion. Absolutely. And I, I would say that is is very true. It's, um, it's every cool girl that you know, um, but they're also super nice and super healthy and welcoming. And, uh, it, it is definitely a tribe. I know that's, that's the word, uh, Jane used in the early aughts. You know, yes. I'm not sure if you still use that, but that was her word. And, and it was, sure. it still is. Okay. Awesome. Um, one of the things that we notice and we know is oftentimes I feel like estheticians are kind of the, unsung hero of the medical spa industry. Um, there's, a, They're absolutely critical. Every time we do a state of the industry report, it 
becomes clear um, that almost every medical spa in the entire nation employs at least one esthetician. Um, But you really don't, I don't think the medical side of, of, you know, the medical spa industry really truly understands um, the value that is brought. And, and I could, I'm definitely painting with a broad brush. Some people absolutely do, but I'd like it if you could kind of tell me a little bit more about the importance of estheticians and medical spas, not just skincare, but what are they bringing that kind of makes the experience a better one for patients? I think that's a, that's a great question, Kathy. And I think that, that those estheticians or, or professional skin therapists really bring multiple aspects to that client experience, but also to the results that the client is seeing. So they may not be the ones delivering the more advanced services. So things that may be outside of the scope of practice, right? So they're not the people that are necessarily delivering the lasers or, you know, mm-hmm. those types of aggressive treatments. But it's a little bit like if you go to the dentist and then never brush your teeth again. Uh-huh. That's what the esthetician does. She's brushing your teeth. So you can go and have these advanced type of services, but you then have to maintain that. You need to look after the ongoing health of your skin. You need to make sure that you've got all of the information and the tools that you need to maintain the results that you may have got from a nurse practitioner or a dermatologist or or a plastic surgeon who that esthetician is working with. Mm -hmm. But there's, there's also something to be said about the power of touch. And that's also where these estheticians come in to be able to bring that aspect of touch and connectivity to that client and they're bringing that spa experience to the medical environment that's allowing the best of both worlds mm-hmm. but also the estheticians can still do advanced services so they're there to be able to upkeep the results with services like peels and maybe nano infusions and things that can be done in between having that type of advanced service from a medical practitioner. So I think that there's, it's a multitude of things. It's the elevation of the business. So for the business owner, it's bringing that client back more frequently to be able to have more services because they can have services with the esthetician in between services with the medical practitioner. And it's creating an experience that you're not necessarily going to get in a more utilitarian type of service that you may be getting with the medical practitioner. So what are the skills that a an esthetician should have when in the medical spa field as opposed to the traditional spa field? Yeah, um, I think that, that's a great question and that the skills do need to be elevated. So I think that there is a multitude of advanced training that is available to estheticians, professional skin therapists that they can do post um, licensing. And 
they're the types of things that they need to make sure that they have under their belt. Absolutely, they need to make sure that they know how to do more advanced chemical peels. They need to know how to do post, uh, pre and post care for um, more advanced services such as lasers or um, anything that's causing any type of micro injuries on the skin. And I think in general, depending on what state they're in, there is opportunities to do things like dermaplaning, microneedling. So taking that foundation training that they're getting at aesthetic school, which really is just teaching you to do a relatively basic skin treatment and keeping on learning to ensure that they're able to have these more advanced services at their fingertips. But I think it's also important for those of us that have kind of chosen that aesthetics route as our career to have the opportunity to partner with maybe somebody in the medical field and understand what, what is a Morpheus 8? What mm -hmm. is radio frequency? What is um, Moxie laser? They may not be doing it. But the importance is they need to understand what that's doing to the skin and how they then can care for that client's skin post having those types of services. Absolutely. Um, so tell me, it, help me understand like the esthetician's role in safety, um, avoiding complications. That's a kind of a or or handling bad outcomes. Is there anything uh, that estheticians can kind of provide as a safety net, really, um, because they're seeing patients, you know, oftentimes directly after or. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. I think that there is a lot to be said for that esthetician seeing a client pre-service as well as post-service because there is a degree of knowledge about skin conditions and skin concerns that may not be with the nurse practitioner that's that's doing the service or the, the, the RN that's doing the service. So the esthetician is able to do, um, at Dermalogica we call it face mapping, but like mm -hmm. a, an in-depth skin analysis to really determine where that client's skin is at that particular point in time. So if that client has an impaired barrier function or they have some type of underlying sensitivity, then we know that they're going to potentially have an adverse reaction to a more advanced service that they may be going into. So that's one way that they can help. Another way that they can help is really making sure that the education is there for the client to what they need to be doing at home and how they need to be caring for their skin. So it's kind of like if you've gone and had a laser treatment, you are not going to the gym straight after that and then going for a tanning bed and then going drinking with your friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds like a lot of fun. Things are not going to end well. Yeah, you may have a good time that night, but you're going to regret that tomorrow. So I think that, you know, they they have a, a lot to be able to bring to the table with, with the post-care. And I think that being able to position aesthetics within a business in that way, that this really is the expert in the skin that can help you with pre-care, post-care and in-between care is is the the real sweet spot 
for where that aesthetic lives within the medical field um, to be kind of joining hands with the medical practitioners to get the best result and the best experience for that client's skin. And one way that that can be done is that the estheticians can even do the pre um, prep prior to doing something like a laser treatment. So I very recently went and had a, a Moxie laser treatment with an amazing RN at one of our sister brands. And she was fantastic. But the first thing that she said to me was like, I'm not going to give you a good cleanse because that's not really what I do. Oh. And she was, you know, nervous about doing that, but obviously felt really comfortable with doing the laser. Uh-huh. So that's something where the esthetician can be involved to go, okay, I'm going to prep your skin. I'm going to analyze your skin. And then I'm going to tag team with the RN who's then going to do your laser treatment and we're going to work on your skin together. So I think that there's opportunities that way as well. Yeah, it seems like a very high trust relationship that would have yeah. to be built there. I know um, our medical spa folks are are very um aware of what they're doing and keeping their skills and their really truly their artistry where they want it to be so you would have to have a very high trust relationship with your esthetician to be able to make that kind of a handoff yeah a hundred percent and i think some of that comes with training and transparency in training so I think that we're very much on the same page with AMSPARAs uh, with medical estheticians. You know, there's no governing body for medical estheticians. So, no. well, and it's I, even a term that doesn't It's even a term that doesn't, yeah, yeah. doesn't exist. So, you know, mm-hmm. I could... I could do a really intense training and there's lots of really great training programs out there that class themselves as medical aesthetics training. So I could do that training and then go and work in a medical practice and call myself that title. Or I could watch a couple of YouTube videos and go, oh, it's good enough. Mm -hmm. And I can still call myself a medical esthetician because there's nobody to tell me that I can't. And I think that there's there's some there's some gaps in what it is that we need to do as an industry to be able to ensure that that type of thing isn't happening and that the estheticians that have gone through advanced training are being recognized for that and elevated and have that trust in transparency with their training. So I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but because we've literally just launched Yes, it. I was actually so, just going to yeah. say that. Yeah, so go ahead. It's our, um, Medispa Professional Accreditation Program. So it is an online program where you can input all of the advanced training that you have done. So the first thing that you need to do is input, obviously, a valid esthetician license. And we verify the license through the license number. Then from there, you can input either um, five individual advanced training courses or one comprehensive advanced training course. We will then verify those courses have been taken and that they have been conducted by um, education people that we have trust in. 
And then we endorse that training through a digital badge, which is on the blockchain. So basically, it's an NFT. So it's digital badging, which will show all of your credentials. So within that digital badge, it shows the training that you have done, where you have done the training and who the educator was that provided that training to the esthetician. So then that digital badge can be displayed on social media sites. It can be displayed on business websites. So when a client comes to book a service, they can click on that digital badge and they can see all of the training credentials that we have verified that that esthetician has. That's incredible. That's it's, incredible. It's very, very cool. And I think that it's, it's, we're not saying by any means that they need to do their training with Dermalogica. In fact, we're, we're saying, please don't do your training with Dermalogica. Do your training where you feel it's the best place to do it. But what we're going to help do is we're going to help to accredit the training that you've done. And we're going to put it together for you in this digital resource that a client can click on and see that um, what your credentials are and have that trust in going to you as that professional and, you know, being that accredited Medispa professional with an aesthetics license. Um, and that's something that we, we've opened industry-wide. It has a small processing fee. It's like $20 processing fee to be able to um, create the, the, um, the blockchain digital badge. But we want to be able to elevate estheticians within the industry. That's been part of what we've always done as a brand. So I'm kind of excited to, to roll that out a little bit more and help to elevate those estheticians that are working in that Medispa arena to be able to kind of show some transparency with what it is that they're doing and feel elevated by championing the training that they've done. That's really great. And I mean, I think what that... One of the other things that avoids is that whole medical esthetician title, which is, even though Correct. it's not to say that it's not true, like if you were literally to put esthetician with medical training together, that's what you would come up with. That's what the industry yeah. kind of has come up with. Unfortunately, we find at AMSPA that that's often a, a, one of those red flags that regulators see on your website. And if yeah. they... The, you know, if, if they see medical esthetician, that may be the trigger that it takes for them to come and investigate your med spa. Um, 100% agree. And I think we very purposely chose a title that we felt was elevated, but was appropriate. So like we felt Medispa yeah. professional sounded yep. kind of, um, you know, a good situation that's elevated from being an esthetician, even though you've got your aesthetics license involved in that. But it's taking a step up without taking a step over. Right. That's right. Very cool. Well, so tell me if I'm a med spa owner, um, what am I looking for in my ideal esthetician? What should I look for when I'm hiring? Um, that's a great question. I think the very first thing that I would look for is somebody that is really enthusiastic and willing to learn. Uh -huh. Because I think one of the things and one of the things that we see so often in such a shame in all kinds of industries is that people that have been in the industry for 20 years, but they've had the same 20 years of experience. Uh-huh. 
they've they've only had one year of experience and they've repeated it 20 times you know they've not really they've not uh-huh. really kind of grown and learned new things so somebody that's really open to to learning and growing mm-hmm. I would 100% ensure that that person has undergone some advanced training and I would check the training has been done through um reputable resources and obviously that's where the medispa professional accreditation can can help because mm-hmm. the um the owner can just look straight at that and see all of the credentials i think it's also really great if i was the business owner of a medispa the first thing that i would do is i would ask the esthetician to provide me a service yes absolutely because uh, i think that there is a you can technically be good with knowledge but there's there's something different that comes with being connected with your touch and i think that we've all had that skin treatment where it's been technically a good skin treatment with good skills and good advanced knowledge but you can tell that 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 person is not connected with you it doesn't mm-hmm. feel the same, you know, that they're potentially thinking about what they're going to have for dinner and, you know, what they're doing at the weekend. And then there's a difference with when somebody's really connected with what they're doing. So I think always ensuring that you take the time to have a service from the people that you're interviewing. It's it's important because it's not just about technique. It's about connectivity that's going to keep those clients coming back. And I think that that's as, as we start moving forward more in our industry and, and in, in lifestyle in general, we can't leave that power of connection and touch behind. We have to think how touch and technology can work together because we've got Gen AI coming into everything, which is amazing. You know, we have advanced services with amazing tools and technologies that we can now use for skin treatments but combining the touch with that tech that's where you're going to get the results and that's where you're going to get the clients coming back and that's where you need to make sure that you've got that connection with that esthetician that's being hired yeah that's really interesting because i remember um back when i worked for uh you know skin ink and was more in the traditional spa industry, it was very clearly you had to choose a path, right? It used to be either you're a wellness, traditional spa, or you're a medical spa. Um, Things were very um, kind of opposite at that point in time. And I would say, and I'm, I am personally, I'm very happy to see this and I'm kind of enthusiastic about it is seeing those things instead of being at odds with each other, more coming together, bringing that kind of wellness and the high touch that you're talking about into that whole, you know, whole body medical spa wellness experience. And I think um, estheticians have a really big part to play in that. Yeah, completely agree. And I think that clients are looking for, they want the medical results, but they want the spa experience. Right, you know? right. So like you you have to bring those things together. And if you're talk, calling yourself a medi spa, not everything should be a utilitarian treatment. Some things, yes, absolutely. You want to get in and out and, you know, so I want to right. go in my lunchtime and I don't need any of the faffing around. 
But there is some of it where you really want to have that experience. And that's what's going to make me come back to your location as opposed to the location down the street. That's right. And the patients, the patient, you know, there is a huge trust factor in the patient that come to medical spas. And especially I, I feel the esthetician client relationship is a very special one. Um, as I spent 15 years kind of in that space and I, I think it's unique and it's special and it's very driven on trust. Um, and I, I think it's, it, you know, as you go into even more wellness, not beyond skincare into weight loss and hormone therapy and things like that, that, that trust is already kind of innately in medical spas, especially those with, with estheticians kind of uh, doing a lot of their specialty within the four walls of that business. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think that you, as a client, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position when you go into that treatment room, you know, because you're you're half undressed in a darkened room and somebody's coming at you from behind, right? So it's kind of like, what? <laughs> There's got to be a little bit of that, that trust factor. And, and I think that also those, you know, estheticians working within those medical practices can also help those clients to be able to navigate where their next step is you know they can Mm -hmm. help them to be able to not feel maybe so afraid of having the next step up treatment or going to see the doctor or going to see the the nurse practitioner so i think that you know they they also they're, they're business drivers and growers by by the connections and the relationships that they have Hey everyone, let me take a quick second to share something really interesting for your business. Did you know that a staggering 74% of consumers shop on their phones while watching TV at night? That's like 7 out of 10 of your patients. But the real eye-opener here is that less than 1 out of 10 med spas actually sell their products online. Can you imagine the untapped potential of giving your patients the convenience to purchase treatments, services, or skincare right from the comfort of their own homes through your very own branded app? That's where RepeatMD comes in. RepeatMD is the fastest growing software in the medical aesthetics industry, and for good reason. RepeatMD is designed by e-commerce experts who have worked with renowned brands like Target, Nordstrom, and Neiman Marcus, and they'll build your practice its own mobile rewards and shopping app. Clients love RepeatMD, and patients love the experience RepeatMD provides. RepeatMD rewards patients for spending more, encourages them to come back more often, and helps them discover treatments they'll absolutely love. On top of that, your practice can sell memberships and offer financing for services all through your very own app designed and managed by the experts at RepeatMD. The bottom line is that RepeatMD enhances the entire patient experience while boosting your practice's revenue. They are game changers for your med spa. So what are you waiting for? Visit repeatmd.com forward slash amspa to book a quick product demonstration. And guess what? We'll have special pricing for medical spa insider listeners and you'll receive 50% off towards your first purchase. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Head over to repeatmd forward slash amspa today. I think skincare is becoming a larger focus in our industry than it ever has been before. We're seeing a lot um, more companies coming into this space that are professional yeah. skincare. Can you tell me what you would recommend uh, medical spa owners and practitioners to look for when choosing uh, a skincare line, um, what they should look for when it comes to support, uh, yes. things like all of that. Tell me a little more about what they're 
What are the most important kind of factors of that relationship? The number one thing that I'm going to say is training. Make sure there's education. Because if, if you don't know the product, if you don't know how to use the product, if you've not got ongoing education, if that education isn't hugely accessible, you are never going to be successful with the product that you're using. Doesn't matter what other support that you have. You may have a sales rep that comes visits you every day. You may, you know, they may take mm-hmm. you to fancy lunches and do other things. But if there isn't access to ongoing training, you're never going to be successful with that brand. And by that, by ongoing training, I would always say look to ensure that there's multimodal training options. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, online training is good, but can you live stream training? Is there in-person training? Will they come to your Medispa and do the training? Are there multiple options of how you can access that training? So I think that that's 100% the first thing that I would look for. And I also think the second thing would be the credibility in terms of what research is being done behind the product. So mm-hmm. are there clinicals? Um, are those clinicals third-party clinicals? Because you can do your own clinicals, um, which mean nothing. So mm-hmm. ensure that the anything that you're doing that is, is claiming to have a certain result on the skin. So let's say if a product is claiming to reduce wrinkles by 5%, where's the clinical research on that and who has done those clinicals? Um, so I think they would be some of the things that I would look for and also ensuring that there is who's running the brand that understands skin. Uh-huh. Because one of the things that, that I find so concerning now is all of the celebrity skincare brands. Uh-huh. This is great, but what do you know about skin? You know, like, I love that you've got a skincare brand, but like, what do you know about skin? You know, like, where are, where's the expertise coming from with that? So who is behind the brand? Like, who's the founder of the brand? Are they doctors? Are they um, medical practitioners? Are they estheticians? Are they um, chemists? Like, who's behind the actual founding of the brand, I think, is kind of an interesting step forward as well. Hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's probably underestimated the amount of science that is understood by estheticians. And oh. um, it's a very scientific field, truly, if, if you're doing it correctly, and you're really, you know, your stuff, there's a lot of information um, to understand and learn. I, I would tell you, and, and I'm, you know, I'm saying this, obviously, clearly, because I am an esthetician for like, 30 something years, but <laughs> I, I truly believe that the people out there with aesthetics licenses know more about the daily treatment and functions of the skin than any medical practitioner. Mm-hmm. Medical practitioners know about skin diseases and skin disorders, right? And how to treat those. Whereas I think that the, the knowledge that that professional skin therapists, estheticians have about the skin is is unparalleled. And and especially if they've kept up with their education and and ensured that they really kind of are on top of that. They they know their skin physiology well. Um, And I think that that's, you know, that's an important factor of being able to treat skin successfully. Absolutely. 
Um, so Heather, we're we're kind of coming up on time here, but I would love for you to tell me what you see as kind of the future of skincare in the medical spa industry. An easy one to end with. Right. <laughs> get out your crystal ball. Yeah, get out my crystal ball. I mean, <laughs> I think number one is that it's just going to keep on growing. You know, I think that there's no two ways about it, that it is the way that the industry is going and it is the way that it is what clients are looking for. But I see it as we were talking about as evolving into this this power of connectivity with this medical. It's going to be this tech versus touch that's Uh going to move us forward. And I think as we continue to elevate and bring those two things together, that's how that Medispa industry is going to continue to go. And I think that we're going to see lots of innovation in terms of bringing in more of that tech in terms of modalities and equipment pieces, but also more of that tech in terms of how are we using generative AI and chat GPT to be able Mm -hmm. to help that client to determine what their next steps are, what services they should get. Also to help to train the medical practitioners Uh um, can to be able to um, mock up trainings and knowledge testing. So I'm seeing that a lot more, but I'm seeing that it's going to come together with this connectivity and this power of touch to bring the two together. And that's how that industry is going to move forward in, in, in my opinion. All right. Well, we can't wait to see Dermalogica's role in that. Us too. We're so excited to to (laughs) see where we fit in and, and how we can continue to really support and bring success and respect to those professional skin therapists as we as we work through into into the Medispa industry. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Heather. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure spending time with you. Yes, it definitely has. All right. Thanks so much, Heather. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, Kathy Christensen was joined by Heather Hickman, Dermalogical Vice President of Education. If you're new with us, click on the subscribe button. Then receive new content when it happens. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.